This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. the vermin variety. Oh, what else? What else? Oh! Had to fight off Charles again. Same old, same old there. Hoping he's gonna come around one day. But, uh, uh, that's not the big news, though. (laughs) We had a visitor. You'll never guess who I brought home. Hang on, Kelly. I'm almost there. Just a little... Uh, is that... Listener! Oh my god, it's really you! Don't! Oh, oh, darn it! Wait. <gasps> Were you? Uh, practicing? Yeah, I really wanted to surprise you. Uh, shoot, I was so close! Look! Hi. I'm Hans. Hans. 
Well, if you're Hans, then I guess that makes me Franz. <laughs> cool, are we going to pump the listener up? <laughs> Come on, that's not funny. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm serious about the pump, yeah? I'm serious, too. Not about the pump. I mean, it's embarrassing, Kelly, in front of the listener. I just... I can't get this right. Can't you just write them for me? Uh, also, how did you even know about a niche SNL skit from over two centuries ago? I feel like that's a super weird thing for you to know. I'm not writing them for you. That kind of defeats the entire purpose, right? And why would knowing that be weird? We have boxes full of old videos from the old world in the theater. Hold on, sketch. Mr. Randall the historian said they were meant to be inspirational. For working out? Oh, wow. Uh, no. It was SNL, you know, Saturday Night Live. It was just a late night comedy thing. This was one of the skits that they did. <laughs> Way before my time, actually. Back in the 80s. That... That explains the laugh track. We were honestly pretty confused about that part. Uh, Let's forget about Hans and Franz for now. We got bigger fish to fry, right? Uh, right. Gotcha. I was installing. Why would you even suggest that? I just, uh, you know, don't know where to start. I mean, I've thought about this a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. And now that the moment's here, uh, I don't even remember all the lines I practiced. Over and over again. Just in case you ever came back. Okay, improv time, I guess. It's fine, it's not like I have a rambling problem when I get nervous. Why would I even be nervous? We've talked a bunch, it's just been so long. I guess that's kind of the problem, isn't it? Okay, I'm just gonna come out and say it. Listener, I'm mad at you. There. Oh, man, it feels good to finally get out there. Oh, right, stay focused. I'm mad at you. And also, I've missed you too, listener. We've missed you. It's been, well, it feels like forever. And I thought, when you just disappeared with no warning, I thought that maybe it was me. That I'd done something horrible to send you away. That I'd ruined it. Whatever it was. Yeah, sorry. I'm getting emotional. Stay calm, Anna. What I meant to ask is... Why? Listener, why did you leave? Easy, Hannah. I know you can't just tell me. can't really answer. I I get that. I've been there. Spent a century and a half talking to myself, remember? But then you came along and turned my world upside down. You saved me, and then... You just left... You left us without a goodbye or a sign to anything. It felt like none of that mattered. Like, like we didn't matter. Wow. Sorry, I, I didn't realize I was still carrying all of that. A lot of baggage, I guess. No, I'm not sorry. I'm... Mad. Yeah, I'm mad. At at you. And also relieved. It's it's complicated. And And we're wondering why you're back. Why you're back. 
did it again. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Kelly, I didn't mean to. It's okay. Really, we're okay. Don't sweat it. I got caught up in your headspace a little. I can't expect you to be in the zone right now. So I'm I'm gonna go chill for a bit in the other room. Give you two some space to, to hug it out. <laughs> Bye. Oh, so that's a thing that's been happening. Still haven't figured that one out yet. Not really. I know it's part of the whole influencing zombie things that I do. Apparently, it extends beyond zombies to anything they've bitten. Like mutants, for example. It's honestly been a bit of a problem. More than a bit. Actually, it's it's pretty hard to control. Especially when I get all uh, emotional, which is a lot. I guess that's not exactly unusual. Or at least it hasn't really changed from the last time you were around. That's just Panna. Still haven't gotten my stuff together. <sighs> not for lack of trying. We've been practicing skills, like... Writing, for example, it's been helping, I think, in more ways than one. Kelly says it's practical in case anything happens to her, so that way I have a chance to survive out there. You know, if I can show someone there's still a girl up here somewhere, I know that it's a good idea. It could even work, assuming they don't just shoot on sight. But I can't shake this feeling that, that there's something more to it. It's just that Callie... She hasn't been the same. She's changed. And I've been trying not to even think about it. I mean, she's amazing, right? Callie's still Callie. Strong and funny and confident and everything I could ever ask for. I care about her so much. We've been together long enough that I know it's more than just a silly crush. And it's not just loneliness talking. Hell, we even went and made it official, listener. She girlfriended me up. But something is wrong. You don't just watch your life, your entire world as you've known it, come to an end and end up okay about it. It's something that she's obviously been distracting herself from. The something being how immortality made her feel more fragile than she's ever felt before. That's not something you can just distract away. And yes, I know what you're gonna say. Of course I've tried to talk to her about it. Of course I have. And sure, we do talk about things. Near-death experiences are something I can relate to. Having, you know, done some dying myself back in the day. It's, it's just, it's more than that, though. I mean, you spend 50 years with someone, you get to know them pretty well. 50 years and a happily ever after. It's more than I thought I would ever get. It's, it's been wonderful. Beautiful, even. We're making this place better. Giving these people a chance. It's obviously not ideal, but it's working, and still. She was sitting at the edge of the bridge again, wasn't she? When, when you found her? No need to answer that. Not that you can, I know. She's been spending a lot of time out there. Maybe that's why you're here. Or maybe that's just what you are. What you do for us. What you give to people. Your hope. And you're back because we need you. 
Maybe more than ever. Look, listener, I'm... I'm sorry I was mad at you. I'm sorry I've stayed angry for so long, and... I'm, I'm really glad you're back. And if you ever have to leave again, you know, maybe just let me know before you vanish for another half a century. Don't just leave your girl hanging, if you can help it, I mean... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <sighs> Last chance to bail on this. Wait. You know what? I'm going to bite my tongue. Against my better judgment, I'll choose not to say, for the upteenth time, exactly what I think of this plan you've cooked. This stupid, stupid plan. Yeah, that's not biting your tongue at all. You literally just said what you said you weren't doing. Directly. Even worse, you called it stupid. Oh, did I? Did I go and do that, Ashley? <laughs> Silly me. Ha, ha. Hey, Billy, did you know that Mel had two centuries to work on her skills but somehow missed the class on comedy? Real fascinating stuff, wouldn't you say? Any guesses as to why that is? Oh, please, Miss Ashley, spare me the crossfire of your petty disputes. It's exhausting. Some wingman you are. And what's so terrible about my plan anyway? You keep saying it's bad, so why don't you go ahead and tell me exactly what's so stupid about it? Not worth it, babe. We should get on the road. No, 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 no. Let's get into this. All right. For starters, you know being a mutant doesn't make me the fucking zombie whisperer, right? In fact, they actually loathe me. Some mutants get along with them, but for most of us, it's hate. We're not in the mutual appreciation society together. There's no reasoning with them. It's pure instinct. We can't just get together for a beer at Reggie's and hash out our differences, even if we knew what they were to begin with. As far as me versus zombies go, <laughs> it's pretty much fight on sight. Really? Wait, didn't you mention yesterday that you could talk to them? I'm not dreaming that up, am I? No, I never said that. They can talk is what I said. That's different. Right, they talk. So what's the problem here? All right, give me a second to sit down and I'll try to explain this in a way that makes some kind of sense. 
<sighs> so, what you said about needing the proper receiver was on the money. Annoyingly precise, actually. In a way I'm not thrilled about, but it's doing work for me, so we're gonna run with it. Oh, no, I, I think I get it. A receiver doesn't imply that it works as a transmitter. You can't necessarily send messages back to them. Is that what you're saying? Bingo. That's... okay. That's still something, though. I mean, at worst we establish that communication is possible. It's a start. Fine. So clue me in, then. How is that any different from what you were doing with the robots? Isn't this little experiment of yours open and shut? Seems like an obvious conclusion to me. No. The distinction, I believe, lies in potential. The so-called artificial intelligence governing the Omnitech Overwatch system was engineered to carry out a specific set of functions. It would be an understandable mistake to assume, given the havoc it's wrought, that it was an adaptive intelligence. In practice, that couldn't be further from the truth. The system runs on a set of parameters, predefined conclusions to anticipated scenarios. The OOS mistakes aren't signs of creative interpretation, but rather one of lazy programming coupled with specific misinterpreted directives. Additional damage and degradation caused by the passage of time only complicates the matter further, but the limiting factor began what is commonly referred to as human error, a problem that forces a barrier to both expectation and possibility. In English, the robots don't have the capability to talk, even if they can communicate, basically. And the zombies do? No sé. Dunno. But we're about to find out. Your caution is well-founded, Miss Melanie. There are a number of ifs in this equation that we shouldn't overlook. Which is exactly why this is an experiment. Look, we have one goal here. To establish contact and put it through a series of tests aimed at eliciting a specific response. Basic comprehension? Awareness? The bar is admittedly set much lower than it was for the robots. It's a springboard. A jump point for future work. That's great and all, but every contact I've ever had with a zombie has been of the boot-to-face variety. What makes you think it's going to be any different this time? I mean, I just told you, they hate me. I admit, I am curious as to why that is, Miss Melanie. <laughs> oh, Melanie. Just call me Mel. Hmm, he's not gonna stop. Apologies, but adherence to formality is woven into my programming. It's not intended to come off as antagonistic. If it were within my capabilities, I would certainly refrain. It's ingrained. Passed down. Programming. Maybe that's why they don't like you, Mel. And you've lost me. Slow down that hyper-smart brain of yours for a second. What are you talking about? Are you saying a zombie programmed me like this? I think you might be overestimating their capabilities. Just a little. No, or at least not on purpose. I'm saying that maybe the strain might be similar to code. And when it hits your blood, it's like... Like with the robots and the Overwatch system. Your body answers to the virus in a series of yes and no questions. Or maybe it's the other way around. I I'm not a doctor. I'm a mechanic. The point is, sometimes it doesn't get everything right. Either that, or maybe the zombie that bit you was some kind of a pendejo or something. Hmm, left its mark on you. 
Great, so they can smell pendejo on me. Is that what you're saying? You really know how to make a girl feel special, Ash. Imagine that. A pendejo signature. Charming. It's a theory, okay? Come on. I mean, it might need a little work, but I just came up with it. Cut me a little slack, will ya? <sighs> Whatever. Are you guys getting into the truck or what? Okay, hear me out. I'm thinking we mount Billy to the hood. Or, or, or maybe to a fender, like the Raiders do. Don't you dare, Miss Ashley. Come on, Billy. It'll be super cool. You'll be super cool. Besides, everyone else has skulls and spikes on their trucks. I am not some accoutrement. If you want to fit in with the locals, then you can do so with someone else's head. Fine, fine. Uh, but when we're not taken seriously in the wasteland because we have a bland-ass looking rust bucket? Hey, watch it. This rust bucket has been making the rounds for this settlement for years. It's older than you are. Uh, to be fair, everything in the wasteland is older than I am. <laughs> Don't remind me. You all right back there, Bill? I've been tossed. Unceremoniously, I might add, into the crew cab of your vehicle. I believe my current state is self-explanatory, Miss Melanie. He's fine. <laughs> Could you maybe not complain for once? Great. Buckle up, Buttercup. This is going to be one hell of a trip. I don't usually make it into California for supply runs. Before they went dark, I used to meet some asshole from Golden Gate at the halfway point, so this is new-ish. You're excited! I don't think I've ever seen you excited before. Don't push it. <laughs> Maybe I just like getting out on the road, alright? But we're playing it safe. We'll steer clear of the kill zones. I want to be out of robot proximity as much as humanly possible. Or mutantly possible, I guess. Whatever it is, it's going to add hours to our trip, but it's hours well fucking spent. We're not getting incinerated by asshole robots on my watch. Oh my. Hey, it's what you guys do. Rude? I share as little in common with those killers as you do with an ape. But you don't hear me making such comparisons, do you? You know, I never really thought of it that way. Yeah, Billy, you've really opened our eyes about robots. Really? Oh, I see. You're amusing yourselves at my expense again, aren't you? Well, you did sort of compare us to monkeys. I didn't know such thing. What I meant was... You know, never mind. You've proven me wrong. Perhaps humans are indeed more akin to primates than civilian robotic assistants are to those single-minded killing machines out there. It's little wonder your species required our assistance in the first place. Ho oh, ho, now who's the rude one? Keep it up, and you might just find yourself under a blanket, pal. Give you a little time out. Oh, please. You can't simply throw a blanket over the truth. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> yeah! Let's go! Golden Gate, here we come! Hey there, listener. 
How did your catch-up with Hannah go? Wonder if she'll ever understand that you missing the last 50 years with her wasn't actually your fault. That I'm the one to blame. And for that, I truly am sorry. Fourth wall breaking isn't always clean, and the happenings in the first season aren't without their consequences. Yourself included. Guess we're just going to have to wait and see how this all plays out. A couple quick bits of news for you going into the holiday season. You might want to keep an eye on our socials, because in December we'll be updating our Christmas episode with a new remastered version just in time for the holiday season. That should be dropping early December and will replace the existing episode so as to keep our feed tidy. December 15th will also be a big day as we're going to be releasing a crossover episode showcasing our coming RPG system in an actual play. For those who aren't fans of listening to this kind of content, you just might be into this one. We teamed up with the folks over at Dungeons & Drimbus, and we brought along Abigail Turner to play Callie for the session. So you'll be getting between the episode on our feed and the second half over on theirs. Two full hours of improv acting in the Apocalypse world by professional actors, as well as the sound design you've come to enjoy on our regular episodes of the show. And yes, this actual play episode is canon to the entire story, taking place just before the happenings of episode one. All this, of course, in addition to our scheduled episode that'll be dropping near the end of December. We hope you'll be with us throughout the month for all the offerings we're cramming under your tree. Before we get to our canned intro, I want to thank our amazing cast, all of whom have made said canned intros a little more interesting with some character red credits. Let's roll them in now. Hey! An Apocalypse is written and produced by Red Fathom Entertainment and is a proud member of the Fable and Folly Network. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by the talents of our wonderful cast and crew, all of which can be found in the show notes as well as our official webpage. Just type redfathom.com slash hanapocalypse into your browser. We love it if you stop by and fix us up with a follow on socials. Oh, the music featured in our outro and throughout the series has been provided by Velvet Moon and Argle Bargle Studios. You can find us in the wasteland that is Twitter as at Hanapoctical, Instagram as Red Fathom, and the new frontier that is Blue Sky as at redfathom.bsky.social. Plus, if you like what you hear so far and would like to support the show as well as other future productions like it, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash redfathom. So Patreon is a service that allows you to pitch us a couple bucks on a monthly basis in exchange for some extra materials and content. This includes ad-free early releases, behind-the-scenes info on all Red Fathom projects, and even a semi-monthly lore show where we deep-dive into some world-building stuff. <sighs> Every dollar goes to paying our talent and improving the show. Maybe some comics, too. Helping us bring stories like this one out of post-apocalyptia and straight into your ear holes. Oh, enough of that. Until next time, listener.
The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Good evening, and welcome to Strange Air. I'm your host, Malcolm Smith, and I'll be here for the next four hours taking your calls as we explore the outer regions of reality. Ten years ago, Malcolm Smith vanished from the face of the earth. One moment, he was on the air in the middle of a sentence, and the next moment, he was gone. People will believe anything. So, what do you think happened? I believe your father staged the whole thing. I believe your daddy was taken. Do you believe in miracles? I guess people believe what they want to believe. I believe I'll have a little more wine. It's time you heard the truth about your father. You're completely insane. Did someone hit you? Leave me alone! What's going on? I'm going to find my father. Strange Air. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit strangeairpodcast.com for more information.